1: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: This is beings, beans, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glow Best. I say don't play with her, say that for your baby mama, yeah I like his paper but that's nice.
1: All right, today we got Bory Billions jumping off the porch with us today. For sure. How you feeling today, sir?
2: Feeling good. I
1: know that right. It's a pleasure <laughs> to have you here with us.
2: Pleasure to be here.
1: I know that right. Yeah. So tell us, you from Atlanta, right? For sure. What side of the city you from?
2: I'm from Canterville. I know that right.
1: Yeah. So what's one thing you feel that you can get in Atlanta that you just can't get anywhere else?
2: The vibe. Like, this ain't, you this ain't, no, when you come to the city, like, this ain't a vibe you can just get nowhere else. You know, when you go anywhere, you can't really, no you know, brain materialistic shit, because you can go get materialistic shit anywhere. Anything that's of this earth, you can find that shit anywhere on this earth. When you come to Atlanta, like, it's just a vibe you don't get nowhere You know what I'm saying? When you come here, you'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't somewhere you just come and, you like, well, I ain't going back there. Like, once you come here and you catch the vibe, like, it's inevitable. Like, you'll be back. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So how would you say Zone 3 differs from the rest of them?
2: I just feel like it go all with That shit, it, it, I don't know. Cause really in the city, like we all tie together, like on some real shit, like we don't, I mean, we defer from each other from, I mean, the ways we think, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, or whatever set niggas was banging or whatever shit like that, that you know what I'm saying? Bottom apart, but when they really all boiled down, like, the city tied in, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we not really separated for sure, like.
1: Yeah, Atlanta not really divided. Nah,
2: like, we all, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why it's hard for a motherfucker to say they from here and they not from here, or for you to claim something that you not, you know what I'm saying? Because we all tied in, you know what I'm saying? We know who from who, we know well from where, like, we know, so we ain't really too much different, other than we you know, like, the way we think, or, you know, what niggas bang, or what niggas claim, or how niggas live, but we ain't too tough, you know, really different.
1: I feel that. So, how would you describe your childhood coming up?
2: You know what? Like, my childhood coming up, like, it ain't, it ain't a story no different from a story you'll hear from one of these niggas or, or another female that came up when we came up. I mean, we came up hard. You know, it was a hard, not life for us going up. Like, we went through shit, you know, but we got through shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, from, I'm talking about from everything. I'm talking about from, from getting out with kicked in, from, from, from from shit, anything you can think of, you know what I'm saying. Anything you can think of, struggle-wise, we done been there. I done been there. I endured all that shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, like watching them folk come in and take my brothers, you know, take my uncles. Watching my uncles get killed, you know. You know what I'm saying? Watching the feds, you know what I'm saying? Just watching this come to my school, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Whole family just was. Under watch type shit, like my life going up was some shit, was some like one of these TV shows you would see. You know what I'm saying? Like, my fuckers just like Malcolm in the Middle, like. Yeah. Bitch just wrecked there, like a lot of shit going on. Like, now as you get older, you understand what the hell was going on back then. You just thought it was life, like you know what I'm saying? Cause it was happening to everybody around. More shit probably was happening to me, but it like. When I think about me growing up, it's just like. I don't know. I think I'm grateful for how I had to grow up. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Cause it's like, I probably I didn't have to grow up the way I had to grow up. I wouldn't be who I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my character was built in my struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what made me who I am. That's how I can come in here and talk to you right now. That's how I can put that shit into the music cause I actually went through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not a facade for me. So like, like, even sitting right here right now, this shit is surreal. Cause this is something different. You know what I'm saying? Like this is me winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming from where we come from, everybody don't win. A lot of niggas look like they be winning, you know what I'm saying? But in real life, nobody don't be winning. So when I look at my life going up, they just basically with it always fall back to me being grateful. I ain't understand it then, but I understand it now. You know what I'm saying?
1: So when would you say you jumped off the porch?
2: About 12, honestly. I thought I had to switch, you know what I'm saying? Like we had to switch. We really moved, like, see, I'm from McKinneyville, but see, I'm not really, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really from McKinneyville, I'm from Capitol home. But McKinneyville is the hood, you feel what I'm saying? Like, where you from, it ain't, it ain't about where, you know what I'm saying, where the hell you were born and where you was at, no, where you came up at. I came up outside, like my mama stayed in Capitol home, my grandma stayed in McKinneyville, so they were where they were all over us at, me and all the cousins. We all from different parts of Atlanta, but when it all boiled down to where the hood at, we all gonna say McKinneyville. We all gonna come back to McKinneyville. They were always gonna fall back on, cause that's what we all, they one motherfucker made a name for themselves at. Me, me, me personally, I made a name for myself just all outside Atlanta. When I hopped off the porch, I went on one side. I was on every side. I was on the west side. So I was the only side I went on was the east. But when nobody really, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, they was always their own side really, like. Fuck with them, everybody fucked with each other, but East Side was just the east side. They was I mean, I get because the West Side looked, like how the West Side looked, and then the East Side looked how the East Side looked. The East Side ain't never looked like the West Side looked. Well, certain parts of it, maybe, but, West Side was horrible, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was horrible.
1: Straight up. So you like to cook?
2: Yeah, for sure. I can cook like here.
1: So would you call yourself a chef?
2: For sure, self-taught chef, you know what I'm saying? My dad a real chef. But he ain't never taught me how to cook, you know what I'm saying? I think it would just send me, cause growing up, I always cooked my own food. Like, cause I was chubby growing up, so I wanted some shit some certain way. Like I couldn't eat just the noodle out the pack. I had to put the extra seeds and the butter and the cheese and all that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it all came from that, from having to grow up and make regular meals, some, you know what I'm saying? Something better. Cause you got tired of eating the same shit the same way. So you had to gotta there and finesse what you had right there. And with me doing that, that's how I just started cooking. Now you can't fuck with me in the kitchen. You can't, can't even touch me.
1: Yeah. So would you want to own your own restaurant or work in a restaurant?
2: Of course. You feel me? Like, I can't work in a restaurant, right no. I wouldn't work in a restaurant because I feel like I wouldn't I went make what I should make. You know what I'm saying? Because I shit a different way, but they ain't going to pay you for that nobody else shit. Like, so when they calling me with that, like I done sold plate before. It was a hustle of mine. Like I hustled, I'm going to get me money in, in the way, in the way it go, I'm, I'm going to try to get me some money. You know what I'm saying? So I was actually selling my food at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit was in high demand. So I know I wouldn't put myself in no restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Have all these people coming to me and I'm only getting a certain amount of uh, an hour, it wouldn't sit right with me. So no, but I definitely, it's definitely something I'm gonna venture into once you know, I just get my foot all the way in the door, and I get the paper all the way straight, I'm definitely gonna get me a restaurant.
1: For sure. What would you say is your biggest life lesson you learned growing up?
2: Mind my business. The biggest life lesson I could've ever learned was to mind my business, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cause in reality, like a lot of shit that I don't got into and I don't been into, it wasn't even because of me. You know what I'm saying? I, of course, everybody, you know, had their ways and they were young and hot-headed, you know what I'm saying? But most of the altercations and the beef and the fights and shit like that, if it went somebody something about nigga or some shit like that, it was always somebody else beef. Bitch gonna come at me by the nigga, but you know, it's it, it just common, you know what I'm saying? So of course, I done had my own squabbles, but far as just beefing with a motherfucker for some shit like I don't really, I don't really go, you know what I'm saying? But if you fuck with my people, then you fuck with my, you know what I'm saying? They fuck with all of us. So my, 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 my main lesson was to be, was to mind my business. Cause when you look back now, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody who back I had, sitting on the porch with me behind me. You feel me?
1: For sure. What would you say is the biggest obstacle you overcame so far in your life?
2: I lost a child. Yeah. Two years ago, I lost a baby. Uh, worst time. My life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When would you say you started making music?
2: I made my first song at 14. It's on YouTube called My Crew. <laughs> it was me and some people I grew up with. You know, and that was the first time I made a song. So I'd say around that time, I'm like 14, they would not really you know, they started trying to make music.
1: So what motivated you to start?
2: Baby Sean. On my mama, like I would like. You know, everybody got their idols of, like Nicki them, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool, cause that was mainstream. But if you from Atlanta for real, you know, we always had our own music. Like, mainstream was the mainstream, but we had us, like, we had Lady Rich Kid, we had Money Sabbath, we had Young Boot, we had Goddamn Thug, you know what I'm saying? We had our own music.
1: Gemini Twins.
2: Yeah, the Gemini uh, Twins, you can't even think about that. Band Game, Marco, you know what I'm saying? Money Grip, like, Shop Boys. Like, we had our own wave of music. So, when you ask me who, like the real reason why on some real shit, why I ever felt like I wanted to rap was Baby Sean, cause she was so dominant. Every other bitch came in rapping by everything yeah. Baby Sean was the only bitch you could put on a song that was gonna I'm talking about going bar for bar with niggas. Like nigga went fucking with her flow. Yeah. You feel me? Like something, but I don't know why she stopped rapping.
1: Right. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
2: This is ludicrous.
1: But that won't fix your home.
0: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
2: Shawty was immaculate. Like, I was, I was the biggest fan of her. I, I, I swear, I'll never forget the first time I saw her at Metro. I had to let her know, like, Shawty, <laughs> you feel me? It's crazy, because now she be fucking with me. You feel me? Like, I fuck with her now, and he's like, it's so surreal to me. Like, cause, I really used to look up to Shawty, like, she was the only bitch. Like, every other female, they wanted to sing. They wanted to try to rap, but they were rapping about, like, boys and shit. Like, Shawty came in. How these niggas ain't seen no truck, no brick, no seen no scrub. Like Shawda was coming in, eating niggas' ass up. And then when you listen to my music, they feel like it's more of a Trina flow, but niggas don't know, baby. Sean. Oh my mama, go listen to my music again, then go back to baby Sean. Yeah. She was, she, she was the one for sure. Like she was it.
1: So when would you say you started taking music serious?
2: Oh, about like two years ago, I started working with some old mofo. You feel me, like. They was hindering me at a point, you know what I'm saying, like, so it's crazy because, like, I was, I, I was taking it serious with them, but, like, it's like it wasn't serious, you know what I'm saying, like, it was like, I, what I thought was serious was what we were doing, but that shit wasn't serious, that was just niggas hindering me, you know, taking, giving me the runaround, you know what I'm saying, because people, what people don't even know, we're half of the shit that I've been dropping recently, everything that I done dropped this year, that shit was made a year or a year and a half ago, that shit is old, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and he's like, because I had a, a management team that was really just doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? I was making all this music, but my fuck was just sitting on. Me until I started fucking with Indy. You know what I'm saying? Like, now this is my manager now. Like, like she had to be God sent. You feel me? Because the way we met was like, and then like look at us now. You feel me? Look at my videos now. Like everybody know now from when you you go back and you look at what I was doing six months ago to what I'm doing now. You feel me? Everything changed. I start fucking with Emmy, you know you gotta have people in your your circle that really believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Cause even if you think you taking something serious, if your team not taking it serious, then y'all bullshit. So in reality, I say, I, I, I felt like I started taking shit serious like two years ago, but in reality, I've been taking my music serious for six months.
1: Straight up. How did you say you got your rap name?
2: Okay, my name Ben Borey. Bored, like, i got been bored, you know what I'm saying? Like, but in billions, you know, like, you gotta you got think about it. Like, what, why, why else would I put billion in my name? It's something I'm trying to get to, you know, feel me? Like, these, these my manifestations, you know, feel me? Like, boring billions, because I'm gonna be a billionaire. Like, this just the beginning of a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, eight, nine years from now, motherfucker gonna look back and say, damn, Shadow was sitting on the porch talking about, you know, like, that's why she made her name bored billions, because she was manifesting, you feel me? You know, that shit possible, like, look at Rihanna them, like, but this shit, my name, I got, my name's so, like, motherfuckers say you gotta live up to shit like that. You gotta live up to your name, you feel me? So, put billions in my name, cause like, we gotta go big. I
1: feel that. How would you describe your current thoughts on the rap game?
2: Bullshit. <sighs> Bullshit, you know. It just, I just, you know, like, I I, I, I fuck with the rap game. I, I fuck with the, with what come with it, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, the lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? But. As far as it goes music-wise, like, music is just music, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't really dropping like that shit from back in the day, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, in reality, we old, like, we, it's a different generation, so niggas don't really want it, but you still be want, like, that shit you feel when you feel baby. Like, a lot of niggas feel like baby came out like Wayne came out, and that's because the, that's they not from Atlanta, baby didn't come out like Wayne. Baby came out like Rich Homie. He just never stopped. When Rich Homie came out, Rich Homie gave you his own wave type shit. Like it was like, of course it was Atlanta Sound, but like, which home was going dumb hard. Like everything he was dropping was just fire. So it's like, oh no, you don't get too much music that just make you, that feel good, basically. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the music, it, just, it be good, cause we fuck with it. We twist our finger too, we gonna turn up to the shit, but like feel good music. We don't really have no feel good music. So I guess like it ain't completely bullshit. It's just different now. And then when you come up from where we came up from, like we had our own music way, like believe it or not, we was our own music capital. Because everybody had their own shit. So it like a lot of shit ain't nothing like what we used to listen to. A lot of shit different now. Like, but it's like people got, we gotta think about it now, because niggas trying to appeal to the whole world now. So of course they can't make the same music they were making when it was just us in Atlanta. I don't even know how to put it when it comes to the music. Cause I mean I guess it's just a new general. I don't know. I like the music, though, shit. I'm trying to make some of it too, shit, so I can. I don't know, that shit difficult.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't even really know how to get into that one. Though. That one... <laughs> Music is just goddamn, cause right now you can do whatever you wanna do. Real shit, like if you wanna drop a goddamn something, look at that, Jocelyn shit. Do it like it's my beat on oh, my mama, like I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. I be trying so hard not to play that shit in my car. <laughs> Real shit. Like I be want to cut that shit off. That I know it bullshit. Now you can just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you push that shit the right way, you can push some bullshit if you want to. I fought with the the shit though. It's catchy. Who yeah. no. knows?
1: What, what you would you do. say is the biggest risk you took that paid off?
2: Fucking with Indy. You got to think about it because she ain't from here. I ain't, I don't know nobody from Indianapolis. Nobody. And I can I been working with her for like, well, like a month before. I went ahead and just made it official. Like, we signed, I signed a paper with her, like, you my manager. And we in this shit together now. Game. Gang game. <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> what would you say is the biggest challenge of being a female rapper?
2: <sighs> Not being a male rapper. That's the thing. Like, people don't understand, if I was a, if I was a male, I wouldn't even have to come sit on the board. They would have put me on this motherfucker. You feel me? But it's all like, you feel me? Like, that? like on some real shit, the biggest struggle it is for a female in the rap game is being a female in the rap game. It's always gonna be 10 times harder. Well, not always, because somebody gonna, you know what I'm saying? But it's gonna always be hard. You gotta think about it. For so long, it went nothing but Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, Trina stopped for whatever reason, I don't know. But it wasn't nobody but Nicki, you know what I'm saying? So niggas didn't really have to worry about too many females. And now it's a lot of females coming into the game, you no know, getting rich going up. And it's like, now they making like, bitches got to literally go out here and choreograph a whole dance from start to finish a song. And niggas don't do nothing but go there and bounce their head like You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the standards they hold you to as a female in the industry is, it's bullshit. You feel me? There's another reason why you call it, but it's bullshit. Cause they hold you, to they don't hold niggas to. Just like in the city, like I'm telling you, like all these niggas be out here rapping, like a lot of these niggas, they putting on their rosters. half of these niggas can't rap. 90% of these niggas can't rap. But due to the fact that they are males, and they want to rap, other niggas gon' fuck with it, because niggas love niggas. Even in, it don't matter who can make some money, unless you, until you go on here as a female, you got to come out here and show them that you can make some money. Show them that what you got going on can profit, they can profit from it. And that's how you gonna get other niggas to fuck with your shit. But as a female, I can't go send a nigga no DM and ask him to repost my shit. He not gonna do it. I done tried. And everybody know me. I'm not no. No, I felt that in the city, everybody know me. This ain't no facade. Niggas know me, they know exactly who I am. I have been going viral since 2017. So yeah, I know for a fact, all the rap niggas, like all y'all niggas want me to the you know what I'm saying, if y'all know me. And then y'all know my family members. So y'all knowing like I'm right here is so much shit. Like I'm always in the loop, but I'm just out the mix. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm in the mix, but out the loop. That's what it is. Yeah. You, in the, you be in the mix, but out the loop. Cause like it's right here. You feel me? I'm surprised. Like in, in reality, like I really thought that shit was going to be quicker than what I thought. Cause I'm like, shit, look at these niggas. These niggas get that shit and they go right up. It's like as a female, you got to work ten times hard. You got to put in ten times more work. You got to spend ten times more money before you even get an opportunity for real. And that's even being from Atlanta. Like, and this the motherfucking motherfucker. Like, motherfuckers wanna come here to get on. You got motherfuckers who from here who can't get on. Motherfuckers got to go here and put out their blood, sweat, tear, money, on my money I done spent any these last six months trying to get to where I'm trying to get to. That should have run you broke.
1: Nah, for real.
2: And you got niggas out here who, who look at another nigga, post a fucking video or some bullshit ass song, and you scrape throw that shit up on your page. Like, what? I want to see everybody from my city win. No, you want to see every nigga from your city win. You don't give a fuck about nobody else. Niggas be all for themselves. That's the lame part about the city that they don't talk about. How y'all don't show no look. You know how many bitches in the city rep? Right. A lot. You know how many bitches in the city sing? A lot. Real telly nigga. Y'all came from here, so y'all know that. But y'all look right over the, you know, y'all look right over the bitches. Look right over the bitches. Look right at another nigga, and you wonder why they keep calling this city gay. That nigga do gay ass shit.
1: Talk about your new videos. Don't play with her.
2: Don't play with her. We went crazy, and don't play with her. See, that was a. That video. There was a. There was. There was. There was. I. I. I They're my favorite so far that I done shot. You know, I done shot a club without had fun, but that one was so, it was different because...
0: Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
2: Oh no. We turned up in that bitch and I had my sister now with me like Amber. Amber gonna, gonna come show out every time. Like she going my show out every time. like And we just was vibing. Like We had the bitch, we had the pool, we had the, the, the sprung, we had the fucking... We had everything, the slingshot, like, that motherfucker was choreographed so perfect, like, and, and it's crazy, cause that was only half the footage, cause I was rushing for that video. Like, it's so much shit that was in that video that we didn't even put in there. So much shit didn't even get put in there, cause I was ready to get that motherfucker back. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's so much unseen footage. That motherfucker was crazy, we had fun.
1: For sure. What about Ain't Got Love?
2: Ain't Got Love was really a route I took to see what people gonna fuck with it. You feel me? I'm very versatile, like, uh, I'm a lyricist. You feel what I'm saying? I, I don't freestyle on that shit, I write my shit now. Like, I, I, I make my song. So I went and I made songs in different variations trying to see what people were gonna feed into. I ain't got love with straight. you know what I'm saying? But I could tell, like, that wasn't something people really wanted from me. You know what I'm saying? And there wasn't no problem with that because it was still a good song, great video. We still did numbers on it. Some people fuck with it, but I knew for a fact and that's not it, cause when we dropped, don't play with her. That shit went crazy. I even I tried to do the channel, don't play with her channel. I had the business on Instagram. Turn, I'm talking about everybody was shaking their head. Instagram took my pay down, so they n'ot disabled me. You know what I'm saying? Again, Instagram don't let me get over thirty thousand. They disabled me every time, but after don't play with her. Again, they told me don't play with them, cause they took their page <laughs> down. <laughs> shit. They took my shit down, like. Instagram I'm some bullshit, but don't play with her. Was that one? But see, we guys, I got some, some more shit coming up. But don't play with her. What's, don't play with her. Was that one? I had fun though.
1: Are there plans for my upcoming project?
2: Of course, I'm gonna drop an EP, my first one. What's the title? It's a ticket.
1: What was the inspiration behind this
2: EP? It's just out. My way out. I'm tired. Motherfucker tired, like this shit get boring. Life out here get boring. The club get boring. The hood get boring. Sitting in your house get boring. You know, some real shit. You either gonna change some shit, or you gonna adapt. And I'm not trying to adapt to a regular life. You know what I'm saying? It's time for, it's it, it time for something else. I wanna went through so much, so young, if, if God didn't have a, a whole nother plan. You feel me? I'm knowing that it's something else for me. I'm knowing my life. I, I, I know I'm bigger than the city. I can't just be, like I got love and love to deal with. but I don't know, this ain't all I want for, for myself, to be a, remembered in my city. They're gonna have to remember me everywhere.
1: For sure. Talk to us about your grind as an independent artist.
2: Mm. Tiring, tiring, you feel me, like, what's so crazy is, I went through so much trying to figure out a, a way to just fund this shit, you know what I'm saying, like, see now, I'm I, I working my wants, you know, so now, like, the, the grind's still there, you know what I'm saying, but the motherfuckers don't have to do as much hustling that they used to do, cause a like, bitch, I done sold plates, I done sold clothes, I done sold hair, I done did hair, shit, I done did whatever you can think about to get some money, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, like, oh, uh, I don't know. It just, it just all fall back to what? Well, shit being different. Like, you got to grind 10 times it's harder. You got to think about it. As a woman all together, by 21, people expect you to be on your shit, in your own shit, with your own car, you know what I'm saying? Your life, you know what I'm saying? Them the standards they hold us to as women. You know what I'm saying? So, think about it as me as being a female artist. How hard I got to grind not only to hold myself to the standard of what society hold women to, but now I got to hold myself to the standards of what the industry hold these women to. So I got to grind 10 times as hard because I got to live two lives until I can afford to live one. Because right now, I'm still a a civilian. No matter how many people know me right now, I ain't went big. So I'm still grinding, I'm still hustling. Every day I got to get up and I got to goddamn make a way. Cause if I don't, ain't nobody else gonna pay for this shit. Nobody gonna pay for this drip either. I got to do all this shit by myself. Ain't nobody came and said, well here, you been grinding. There ain't no handouts for us. We do this shit on our own. Cause we don't toe the dick. If I had a dick, one of these niggas would've been in front of me a 10 or 20. Cause that's what they do for their boys. But me, I got to grind for it. And I grew up with half of these niggas. Yeah.
1: What else are you working on right now? I
2: ain't going get my EP, but see, I got something real special coming out with a real special R&B artist. You feel me? Now we were working on one single, and after I heard the vocal, like, like shawty can blow, you know what I'm saying? So I'm really thinking about doing five song EP with her too. Her name Queenie, you feel me? So I think we are gonna call that motherfucker Queen B.
1: That's on her. Rock
2: Out, you feel me? Cause she got a voice. And I already had two songs that I, was want, I, was, I wanted somebody to sing on the hook for, and she sung on one of them, and I was gonna put it on the EP. And they told me, no, nah, I don't put it on the EP. But I still don't feel like it should be dropped by itself. So we gonna do fucking, a motherfucking five song EP. Queen B, they gonna push her, and they gonna push me. Cause it's a team. I feel that. It's a lot of us.
1: For sure. Any last words and shout outs?
2: <sighs> nope, I'm no reality. I can't shout out to nobody, Everybody I want to shout out to they here. I got Indy with me, I got Ree with me, and I got Bells. Obviously, they got my back, they behind me. And my man's behind me, I'm behind the camera. Little Sam World, my boy for sure. And the whole Inner Circle scene. I definitely want to shout out to them. If it weren't for them, you feel me, a lot of them videos wouldn't be how they is, and a lot of this shit wouldn't be how they is. And shout out to myself, because all this shit because of me.
1: For sure. Poorie Billions, we appreciate you having me today, sir.
2: For sure. It was a pleasure being here. Game. I don't hop out of (laughs) the (laughs) pool. I say, don't play with her. Say that for your baby mama. Yeah, I like his paper, but that's nothing. He can't say the drama, make this nigga paper.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba